Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here. And today's episode was inspired by the fact that we have, on average, 4,000 weeks here on Earth. And it begs the question, what are you doing with yours? Well, that's the question it made me ask myself. So welcome back to the Rent to Rent Success podcast. I really loved Oliver Berkman's insights into how to think about time and your life and how to have the time of your life while you're here. And it's such a compelling thought. I don't know how it feels to you, but 4,000 weeks is almost 77 years. And that's the average life expectancy. The oldest person whose age has ever been independently verified is Jean Calmont, who is a, was a French woman, 1875 to 1977. And she lived to 122 years and 164 days. And that is 6,385 weeks. So from where we are at the moment, the average person has around 4,000 weeks, but maybe up to 6,800, sorry, 6,385 weeks. And maybe that will extend. But let's go back to that average figure. Does hearing 4,000 weeks change the way that you think about your life? Does it feel short or maybe it feels long to you? For many, the thought of having 4,000 weeks here on earth can bring a sense of panic. Am I wasting time? Am I doing the right things? What do I really want? And I loved the author's take on it. He was such a beautiful writer. It was almost prose-like. I don't tend to read fiction now, but I, I so enjoyed fiction when I was growing up. And his prose was almost poetic, and he um, cited so many people from ancient philosophers up to the current day. Um, but one of the things that he said, and I think it was from Heidegger, which is that we are time. Each of us is inseparable from our time, that our time, the time that we spend, the moments that make up our lives is our lives. And he encourages us, often on the podcast, I'm talking about goals and objectives and using your time productively. Um, he encourages us to enjoy time for its own sake and to let go of having to make every moment productive, which actually, when you try to make every moment productive, it often makes you less productive. So I really love that focus about just enjoying time for its own sake and letting go of the idea of um, everything having to have a reason in the future. 
But he also says, balance that, um, have a few plans. But he wants to focus on having a few plans, a few goals going that you're actively working on at any one time. And I love this part too, because the modern frenetic pace of life somehow comes from trying to have it all, trying to have all of the family and social and business and travel and hobbies and interests and events on Facebook and Instagram and here and there. And we contentment and happiness comes from choosing and knowing that a choice to do one thing in that moment means not being able to do something else and being happy about that, being happy about choosing to relax or choosing to go for a walk or choosing to spend time with your kids or choosing just to do nothing for a while, choosing to listen to this podcast even. And it's actually freeing, or I find it freeing, I don't know, tell me what you think, to know that although the options are infinite, each of us individually can make only finite choices and a small number of choices of how we want to spend the time that we have. And going back to spending the time and choosing the three big projects that you want to be working on at any one time, I love that idea. Your number might not be three, it might be more, but it shouldn't be in double figures because we, as humans we can't do that. We're just not able to focus our energies on so many projects um, at a time. And what he suggests as well is not taking on new projects until previous commitments are complete and to commit to them in short time bursts, times that, you know, you can focus on those those, uh, projects and then choose other things afterwards. And he also talks about how to choose how you want to relax, how you want to have fun, and not to make that goal-oriented as well, because even our leisure time, it's almost as if we have to be hitting certain targets or we have to be doing certain things and that there's an expectation about what we'll do with our leisure time. And so you get to choose what really, truly lights your fire. What are the moments that give you the time of your life, the simple moments that um, you experience on an everyday basis, and then the special moments that you want to create um, from time to time. And it might be family, friends, walking, hobbies, or it might be traveling or things that are more um, where you need more of a plan. But it's just to actually think about that. Well, as I go through or as you go through your 4,000 weeks or hopefully more of life, what lights your fire? What do you want to have achieved at the end of it? Uh, what do you want to ex- experience? That's a better word. What do you want to have experienced? How do you want to have lived? And one of the concepts that he mentions in the book is the finitude of life that it's finite, that it finishes, that it completes. And that's what makes it so exciting in a way. There'd be no reason to do something today if we had every single other tomorrow indefinitely. The reason why today is special is because we don't know how many more today's that we'll get. We're here and then we're gone, just specks of dust in the universe. 
what what I think is that we're so lucky to be here at this moment in time when there's so much opportunity. At times in the past, you were very much born um, and you didn't have as many choices. But maybe those people at that time enjoyed it just as much because that was their full experience of, of life. But I feel lucky to be here at this time with so much opportunity and so many options. But getting things done and knowing that you'll get things done and that you can rely on yourself is one of the keys for our success. So I love this thoughtfulness about what to do with your 4,000 hours of life. Because how you choose to spend your hours is your level of happiness. And I think we need to bring this consciousness to it. So many of us are not conscious. What are the three big projects we want to be working on? What are the ways that we want to choose to consciously enjoy life? When we think about the finiteness of our life, what do we want to do today, tomorrow, in the next year? And all of these time periods may not be guaranteed for us. Now, in relation to this podcast, I wanted to share this with you because I just find it so interesting. No matter what your experiences are, no matter what you want for your life, no matter what your goals are, these ideas are interesting to every human. And I speak to, of course, so many people who want to get started in rent to rent, want to get started in property, and maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast. And they want to get started, but they don't because they never take that first step. I think partly it's because it always seems like there's another day when they might feel more confident to take that step. And I can understand that because we waited so long to get started too. But now I'm grateful that we did get started. That is one of the things that I'm grateful for every single day. I love not having to be a square peg in a round hole in the corporate time, a corporate world. I love not having to ask for time off. That was one of the things that I used to find very tiresome and, um, yeah, couldn't get times off in the summer or you wanted to coordinate with friends and, yeah, or family, and it was it was impossible. And I love not having to give mental energy to office drama and, you know, all of that side of things. And we're now in a community of incredible people in our in our Kickstarter mentorship, a community of people who've also made that leap and we support each other and make the most of our time here. And it's great seeing them thrive and succeed. And if you'd like to join us in the Kickstarter community, if that's one of the things that you want to do in your 4,000 uh, weeks here on earth, then do go to renttorentsuccess.com slash work with us to find out more about the different ways that we can support you to get started. And whatever your, whatever experiences you want to have, whatever you want to achieve, I'd love it if you would think about what do you want to do with your 4,000 weeks? What are the three projects that you'd like to be working on now? Maybe you already have clarity or maybe it's something you want to think about or maybe it's more than three projects for you. And more than anything, where what is joyful for you? How do you enjoy life, both the simple pleasures 
and those planned pleasures. Maybe make a list or even let me know. We're at Rent to Rent Success on Instagram, on TikTok and on all the socials. So we'd love to hear from you. Okay, until next week, have a great rest of the week. And remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. See you soon. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rent to Rent. You can find it at rentstorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Rent to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.